This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, the Otago Participatory Science Platform has funding, support and expertise available to help you answer your research questions, big or small. We've seen some great community projects supported by this over uh, over the past few years. And, uh, well, the time is fast approaching for you to get your applications in for this year. Uh, joining us now to talk a little bit more about that, Moraine Cohenhoven. Moraine Morena, good to have you with us. Thanks for coming in again. Morena, thank you very much for having me. Uh, in a nutshell, how would you describe uh, what the Otago Participatory Science Platform is all about? So we're all about providing support for community-based groups to shape their research ideas into projects and then turn those projects into reality. And the, at the core of that, we really want citizen scientists and researchers to work together and collaborate on research that's locally relevant and and um, educationally valuable for everyone involved. And we've seen some wonderful projects supported um, through this process in the past, haven't we, Moraine? Yes, yes, we've had some very exciting projects. And I guess it's reflecting what's happening around the world in terms of taking science out of the laboratory so, or you know, behind the, the mysterious white uh, coats and, and uh, labs and into the community because these projects are around decisions that are being made that affect all of us. Yes, exactly. So uh, we want everyone to feel like they can be a scientist and go out and um, ask questions that they can then go and answer themselves. And some research projects going on right now that are very relevant, for example, looking into the warming waters around uh, Otago and especially Dunedin as well, and going into schools, helping them figure out what water temperatures are changing at their local wharfs and how that might be affecting marine communities. Because, of course, global warming is a big issue affecting us all. You mentioned schools. Schools have been a big part of this process over the last few years, right? Yes. So sometimes we have researchers approaching schools and want to work with them, but we also have schools themselves who've got questions that are locally relevant to them, and then we connect them with scientists so they can work together. And the beauty of that is that can all be connected in with actual study and NCEA um, grades and so forth. Yep, yep. So understanding the scientific process is really important for students at any school level, really. But everything that they learn out in the field or in the classroom through the participatory science platform is going to be relevant for them in later studies. Now, I know decisions are yet to be made, um, but the applications have been open since November 21st. Um, how's it going in terms of the interest this year? It's going really well. We've had about 20 series inquiries so far and quite a wide range um, of science topics. So we have people interested in biodiversity, in marine science, but we also have some people interested in social science. So wanting to understand how developing a game around growing your own food is going to help students understand where their food comes from. So it's a very wide variety. Tell us a little bit uh, about what actually is available to those who are successful with their applications here. Yep. So we have up to $20,000 excluding GST available per project, and that's for projects that typically last about a year. So they can start uh, in May or in June, and then we expect them to finish by the 30th of June of 2024. That would perhaps set up a, an ongoing relationship too with some of the, the, the projects. I mean, have you seen historically um, projects connected over the years through funding from this platform? Yes, so sometimes we have projects that discover really exciting results the first time around and so they want to extend what they're doing and they might reapply to do a similar project again but with a new research question or a new approach. 
We also have people, project teams who historically have done really great stuff and want to keep going, but with new research ideas. So there's a few different ways that you can continually apply for funding. I imagine there's some people who start with kind of a germ of an idea, but don't really perhaps know whether it's going to qualify for funding through this. Um, they might not, as you say, be a scientist themselves and might not know what would be required in terms of scientific research to take the project ahead. Are you available to sort of talk that through with people? Yes, definitely. I'm available uh, via email, so otago.psp at otago.museum.nz, or they can also visit our website, which is Science into Action. where they can fill out a contact form, um, get in touch with me. I can talk with people then over the phone or even in person if they're in Dunedin and really get them uh, sorting out their research idea and connecting them with scientists if needed. In fact, that's probably the best idea to do, isn't it? To start that way, to have that initial conversation so people know what's required in terms of what they need to submit. Yes, exactly. We do find that projects that get in touch with us early and that talk through their idea with us tend to be more successful in their funding application. What's the process from here once the applications close? So we first send the applications to an assessment panel who evaluate and review all of the applications according to certain funding criteria that we have. They then give those recommendations to the Otago Science Interaction Board who meet sometime in April and make the final decision and then projects that are successful can start in May or June. You've touched on a couple of examples already, Moraine, but maybe um, just for those who... who uh, are thinking, hey, maybe this is something that might work in my community. Could you think of perhaps another couple of projects that have been successfully funded in the past? Yes, so one that um, has had a bit of a media profile lately is Fireballs Aotearoa. So this is a project that is installing sky-facing cameras around schools uh, throughout Otago that are tracking the night sky and trying to figure out if there's meteorites around that might land somewhere in the Otago region that school students can then um, go and help retrieve. How exciting would that be? Yeah, it would be fantastic to find another space rock around here. We have seen people out searching haven't we uh, you know, I don't know within the last year or so there's been an event that uh, that brought some excitement to the area yeah definitely and that was something that we knew had happened because of the PSP project so that camera had been installed as part of the participatory science platform I think a few weeks before the event happened so oh, great yeah yeah so look um, reach for the stars quite literally uh, no idea is a bad idea. We're worth talking through with Moraine and the team there uh, to see whether this could work for you. And as you've heard, there's some significant funding potentially available to the project. And perhaps even more importantly, those connections uh, with those who can support. And, and that's really a, a, another sort of byproduct of this, isn't it, Moraine? There's, there's, there's scientists benefit from the connection with the community and, and it's a reciprocal kind of arrangement. Yes, exactly. So we do find that community groups that kind of start forming um, to then go and do a project have lasting connections with each other and, as I said, might do projects further on or they might just end up being a fantastic community group that cares about a local area um, or that meets up. All right. Get your application together. Have a conversation with Moraine. Just remind us what the deadlines are. 
So applications need to be in by the 10th of March of 2023, ideally around noon. And then if you're successful, you will get your funding in May or June to get going and do some fantastic science. And again, where will we find more information on the Otago Participatory Science Platform? Uh, you can go to scienceinteraction.nz for more information as well as a contact form. Maureen, great to see you again. Thanks for coming in. All the best. I can't wait to hear what comes out of this. Thank you very much. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.